Hey everybody, welcome back to the Meta and Nerd Podcast, and welcome back to the news. Seems like we had a couple of dry weeks there where it was a little bit bare here and there, but uh, the news is back, and in a big, big way. Um, as always, I'm your host, Rico, and with me, again, as always, is uh, the anime sensei, Marcus himself. How you doing, man? Doing right, doing right. Um, happy Father's Day, first of all, to everybody out there, all the fathers out there. Um, I know it's, you know, usually it's, yeah, I guess, I don't know if it's like the advertising or what, but, you know, Father's Day has always seemed to be a little bit more under the radar than most. But nonetheless, it doesn't mean it's any less, um, I guess, special for a lot of people mm-hmm. out there. Um, again, happy Father's Day. I know my brother recently became a father and, you know, things happen. And so shout out to Daniel, Michael, RJ, all my brothers. Um, and just shout out to all the other people who are father figures in our life. Uh, Coach, Uncle Art, you know, just different people out there. Roel, uh, my mom's significant other, just, you know, um, shout out to everybody and all the dads out there. Yeah, right on. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers. I know we have some in uh, in our little group of friends, too. You know, uh, Rudy, Daniel, Cornelio, uh, Avran, Guy. So oh, Yeah, I'm happy know? Father's Day. Yeah, I forgot. Happy Father's Day to my old father. <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> so, yeah, again, Enrico had mentioned, you know, there's a lot of fathers out there. And again, just being um, the best that they can and doing the best that they can for their for their kids and stuff like that. So, shout out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's been a big week in terms of news. I have a couple of miscellaneous things I kind of just wanted to throw out there because uh, we have a lot to talk about. And I have a feeling that some of these, like, we're going to really get into it uh, pretty good. So just uh, in the miscellaneous stuff, uh, today we did find out that uh, Bradley Beal uh, in sports, Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards is going to go ahead and be traded to the Phoenix Suns. I don't think everything has been certified as of yet because one of the <clears throat> pieces being moved from Phoenix to the Wizards is uh, Chris Paul. And if you know anything about the NBA sports, you know about Chris Paul. Uh, he's kind of an older player looking to you know wrap up his career, uh, hopefully on a contending team. So from what I hear, they're still trying to find maybe a third team or maybe another team in which will uh, maybe separately from this trade. I'm not sure yet. Um, well, they'll be able to pass Chris Paul on to because you know the Wizards. If he ends up on the Wizards, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of it, you know. Unless they're gonna, unless they also are interested in uh, what do you call it? Not cutting him, but uh, waving him. Yeah, waving him. So, uh, yeah, that that's kind of big news in 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 sports today. And you know, uh, we've been uh, amongst amongst us, like we've been talking for a while about how this has potential to be like a really big off season in terms of the NBA and. I mean, I guess what a <laughs> what a big start today. No, no, definitely. And I know uh, yesterday we had, we haven't been talking about it as of yesterday. We knew the Suns and the uh, Heat were in the final contention, and I guess for whatever reason the Suns came out on top, which blows my mind because we had been talking how this, the the Heat just have a lot of young developed talent to offer, whereas well, who the Suns really gave up, and we knew DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul and stuff like that were kind of names thrown out there, but it just, Chris Paul had made absolutely no sense, because in that sense well, you're going to wave Chris Paul, or you want to get some sort of capita back, and then I was thinking with DeAndre Ayton, and I was like, well he, he was the one, and I think we all agree that DeAndre Ayton was the piece that we felt was going to go to the Wizards, but I guess they're going to rebuild completely from the bottom up, they don't even want any developed pieces at all they just want to start fresh and kind of started new and they did Bradley Beal favor by allowing him to kind of pick which two teams he wanted to kind of go to there so again yeah you know. and I mean he he did have the no trade clause too so yeah well you know he he he, he had that that say so really but uh you know the big shocker like you said is really the Chris Paul Landry Shamet second round picks uh you know no n- nothing huge for yeah. for like this big player so uh I don't know. I feel like uh I mean it's it's definitely not over. Uh but what a big 3 man. Kind of uh in this with all this uh, talk about like the big 3 era kind of like coming to an end and dying down with the new uh, CBAs and the luxury tax uh what do they call them? Not tiers, but there's a word that they use for them. Uh, the luxury tax? Yeah. NBA there's a there's a there's a term that they use for like if you go above the luxury tax like in this tier, uh, you uh, 
you get like you're gonna get like these penalties, but then there's that second tier where that's where people are like getting nervous about what's gonna happen here in the future because they're talking about uh getting rid of teams like mid level exceptions in terms of being able to sign mid level guys, uh yeah. penalizing picks, even as far as picks and being able to sign people and stuff like that. So uh, you know, we'll leave that for another time because that's very like a, a very big discussion. Yeah, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, Beal going to the Wizards. I mean, Beal going to the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul going to the Wizards. As of now, uh, still could probably change by the end of the week. I'm sure. Uh, the other big moves. Uh, if you're a fan of uh, streamers, XQC, big name for a long time. Uh, you know, you see him across uh, Twitch, YouTube, uh, TikTok. Uh, synonymous with Overwatch for a long time, uh, signed with Kick, and so did uh, another streamer by the name of Amaranth, which I'm sure also a lot of people are very familiar with. She's big on Twitch. I know she has a big following on OnlyFans as well. So uh, you know, both of them going over to Kick. Uh, I, I haven't seen anything about Amaranth's deal, but I know XQC signed a hundred million dollar contract, non-exclusive, which was just wow uh, some some news today though coming out about it where some of it might be uh like equity in the company some of some of that money might be equity rather than just like cold hard cash which is still a big deal but uh that could change things a little bit in terms of how it depends how much of that is uh is what but uh congrats to both of them uh for making the bag and any fans of them plus they're now look for them on kick yeah. So, anime. Start off with anime because uh, this week the much anticipated Black Clover, uh, Sword of the Wizard King, did drop on Netflix. I know it's something Marcus and I have been kind of excited for for a while, and you know, just like any other Black Clover fan out there. And uh, man, what a journey! It was uh, great to see uh, the animations, the fights. Seeing all the just seeing all the characters again was just phenomenal. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I know from uh, discussing with Marcus a little bit today, uh, he enjoyed it a lot as well. Yeah. What did you think, Marcus? Um, well, right from the get go, again, it was something that I felt I would have liked to have seen in theaters. I thought it sounded great. I thought it looked amazing. Honestly, and it was total Far Cry from if you remember the anime, especially in the beginning, where the animation was always real good. It was the art that was always kind of, you know, oh man, I, and, and this is, for lack of a better word, pretty bad. Um, but we went from scribbles to these full-blown single images that you can tell they took the time to really, really knock it out of the park. And there were some sequences, battle sequences, though short, you know, as far as the actual, you know, the fast pace, the, the, the fluidity type things. Um, were short, but nonetheless, it didn't hold back whatsoever. The you know just to kind of, just to kind of kind of nitpick. Um, the only thing was, if there was a certain character that you liked, you know, they tried, and obviously, when you have so many lovable characters, you're not going to fit them in into a two-hour movie. Three hour, three hours might have been a little better. Obviously, I would have been totally down for a three-hour movie. But if you're a fan of, let's say, like Charmy, you know, you saw her, but she never got her big moment. You know, I mean, some, and I'm not, not to saying that a lot of these characters did get their moment, but they at least got some sort of moment, whether it was, you know, cannons firing from this thing, whether it was turning their base into, you know, an aircraft or something like that, just, you know, a little, a little light on some of the stuff there. So, um, but like Charmy came out, was just here and there, but I was hoping to see, you know, her transformation. Yeah. Uh, that, that that part of it you know vanessa she kind of came out and again maybe had one move but you want to see especially what, when we we know what she's capable of you want to see some arcane type magic you know what i mean so again yeah. the big characters had um, all of them had their moments the villains man the villains were amazing amazing and they and at one point i was like mm, conrad's kind of a you know and right i, I really liked jester and uh what's her name princia princia yeah i i, I thought that them two men god man they were just intense super intense and you princia had that super cool um I guess rival s type thing going on with mary leona and i was oh, like that was oh, the best dude. Man, that was dude. the best <laughs> i was i would have loved to have seen more of that fight and more of the jester fight conrad finally came around there towards the end i know the black bulls were taking on uh what's his name 
the other one, I don't remember. Uh, actually, that's the one I thought was the, kind of the weakest one. Uh, the, it's the older man and stuff like that. And again, yeah, that's with, with, mm-hmm. with the ice, right? I know Noel had an amazing moment too and stuff like that. But overall, I thought it was, I wouldn't doubt if we had enough because of the success of this one, that they green light on at least maybe a movie, maybe two. I wouldn't be surprised if we got two more movies just because, again, I mean, this is me thinking more so of what I've read in the manga and stuff like that or what's in the manga. But it'd be really easy to make a movie for right after where the anime uh, leaves off. Uh, it's right after the Spain Kingdom stuff. It would be really easy to put a movie there, and it'd be really easy to put a movie maybe like towards the end, or right, or right before, or something that's happening here in the manga. So, there's a chance for more movies to come, and I think they would put the next one in theaters or something, especially if it looked like this. Cause damn. <laughs> yeah the the reception kind of seems to be very positive, so I think that also helps. Like they see like, oh, there's uh, you know, there's an interest for this, so maybe we do it a little bit bigger and uh, go to theaters because I I I felt the same. I felt a lot of the same. Honestly, uh, they did spread themselves thin, just like you said, with kind of like the second tier characters. Most of the main ones got their big, their big moment, their big shebang. Uh, honestly, my I, I was also hoping for a little bit of Charmy transformation. Uh, she did. They did instead like choose to go the route of where she's like healing everybody with her food magic. Yeah. Uh, and my only gripe was that why did Gordon talk so loud? I that 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 broke me when I heard him talk. I'm like, no, it's it's ruined. That was my only thing. I'm like, where's the whisper? Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, uh, but but, uh, but but again, I mean, it was just super enjoyable. Great to see everybody back from uh, service, man. It was yeah, from yeah. from all the captains, you know, Jack, Charlotte, you know, in keeping with everything, Charlotte worrying about Yami, uh, Von Johns back in uh, in action. Uh, right away, I was like, oh, Segrevia in life, we were away. There, there was a lot of good moments, and they always made a nod back to the anime. I like Rico to mention where Charlotte, Charlotte kind of worries about Yami and stuff like that, though. One of the again, and this is not me, not me being nitpicky, but holy hell, was it fast! The yes. pacing was fast, and like obviously, you know, they're trying to tell a whole arc. And I guess what would, would look like a movie because that could have been a twelve episode arc, real easy. You know what I mean? And where everybody kind of got their moment, and that pacing didn't allow for like Rico mentioned those second tier characters to kind of get their moment. So obviously why you had those first tier characters. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean aside from that, that'd be my only thing. And again, me me kind of being nitpicky about the second tiers not getting their uh their yeah. uh, their moment. What would you what would you rate this movie on Scott? Oh that that's tough compared to some of the other movies we've seen. I mean just I I am uh, one of the people that gets I'm not bothered or no, I am a little bit uh, a proponent of like I wish they would have slowed down. Uh, they could have shown a little bit more, more story, te- more storytelling. But of course, when you have a movie versus like a series or like you know a series of episodes, an arc, whatever, it, it's tough. And um, I think I give a, a lot of power to them for actually including a lot of the characters in there because, to be honest, if they would have scrapped a bunch of uh, you know the black bulls and having their moments and some of the things we saw. They could have gone way more deep with like some of the villains and stuff like that, or or uh, vice versa. Yeah, or vice versa. The, if they reduce the villains to one, you know, yeah. maybe it might have helped out. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's tough, but I think right now because I've been missing Black Clover and loving, uh, loving getting to see the whole gang back together and everything. Uh, that's definitely like bonus points for me. So for me. I think, <clears throat> as a whole, I would probably say, like, a, for a non-fan, and you don't really understand, I would probably give it, like, a a 6 or a 7. But for me, you know, with the investment I have and everything, it's it's probably higher up there, like, a, like an 8, 8.5. Huh. I don't know why you were going to say 9, the way you are talking about it. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like... I'm 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 probably closer to an eight and a half nine, but you know, like for me, it's very hard because I'm like, it's one step away from perfect. Yeah. And to me, one step away from perfect for this would mean it's an arc, not a movie. Yeah. And again, obviously, if you have gripes, then obviously it's not a perfect movie. And I think I've listed two. Um, I I'm very comfortable giving this a solid eight. 
uh, solid eight. Again, I don't think it's anywhere to, for me, at least nowhere near nine. And again, the, because the pacing was such an issue and not getting to see those moments, especially from some that were, you know, and even Yami, Yami didn't really get a big moment either. And especially some of those that from, again, they were trying to, they were trying to do a lot and they spread themselves too thin. Like for, like I said, they could have maybe done three villains, you know, but they went with four. You know, and again, I thought the story was super interesting. You know, why not tell more story about with the previous Wizard Kings that um, are part of that? You know, that came from the Clover Kingdom and stuff like that. And uh, um, what's his name? Um, Julius's predecessors, mm -hmm. uh, predecessors would have been great to see more of and fleshed out. So, you know, I, I thought the story would have been amazing. The execution, the execution was amazing, but again, they spread themselves very, very thin, and that I felt to kind of hurt them in the long run. And you know, and as crazy as they were just going, 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 you know, it was it was intense, right? And the highs were super high. It's a good thing is that there wasn't. I didn't think there were any lows, but again, you yeah, know, there, there, was there was nothing bad. It was just more. We need more. Yeah. So for for its faults, like it wasn't. It, it was still great. Yeah. Great. Uh, even even a, a buddy of ours really seemed to enjoy it, uh, and I don't think he's watched too much Black Clover. Not like we have, I don't think, Andrew. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, something else that uh, came out this week that I actually watched just a little while before we we hopped on here was uh, Demon Slayer. Season 3 wrapped up today. And man, in classic Demon Slayer fashion, they always do a great job with the... With the season... <laughs> with the finales. Uh, with, with the finales, <laughs> like the art, and there's just... A, a certain thing that happens. I mean, you've read, right? You've yeah, read. I, so, I don't so know you, what happens, but yeah. So, but so I, you kind of know something that's going to happen, but it, it was big. That it was thing very, happened. very big today. And I did see. It, it, it's, it's one thing that is very big that happens that compounds and leads to another that makes the season end with like an oh shit, like here it comes. Uh, so it's 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 a big deal. It, it was very nice, very beautiful. The music, the animation, uh, the their special, very special scenes. Uh, and Tanjiro, man, there's something so special about Tanjiro because a lot of times, uh, you'll have like these white baby face vanilla like uh main characters that you know just don't resonate <laughs> huh? in your case deku <laughs> that just don't resonate and and it's not just deku like you know where whereas you have deku like a lot of people prefer bakugo or some other character you have some you know goku is a big one that a lot of people love but then there's also a big fan base that just doesn't like goku they prefer vegeta more somebody with an edge there's something about tandro that's just special you know, I know, uh, I know Naruto the same way. A lot, some people just do not care for Naruto. We just talked about Black Clover. Some people just do not care for Asta. Yeah, uh, and, but uh, th there's something special about Tanjiro that just—he's—he's—he's he's, he's great. And, At least and, I feel that way. No, no, and and actually, I actually concur. And you're right. A lot of these, and again, I guess that's your your stereotypical shonen protagonists, where yeah, they they're loved, they do have a following, but. He, they're never your favorite character. You know what I mean? And in Demon Slayer's case, Tanjiro, you're rooting for him. He's beloved of Ross, and he's people's favorite characters. You know what I mean? Uh, I watch Demon Slayer, and I, I, you know, you just can't help but, you know, gravitate towards, towards certain characters. But he, he just does it. The, the storytelling just does it very, very well. And, and it's, it's kind of crazy to, you know, how far Demon Slayer has actually come, man, because the, the, the manga has been out for since 2018. And, um people don't remember when it kind of first blew it kind of blew up with the first season so um but i i, I know what the finale is I, i'm behind on demon slayer um a few episodes and but i knew it was coming i was kind of expecting that and i was waiting for this big moment to finally come because again and it, it's huge it, it was huge it was one of the things that just stuck out when i when i read the first time like damn did, did it just happen and no spoilers here but i'm glad people got to see it man because uh, that's that's going to lead into you know what's coming and from here actually i know it's kind of going to the other um the other scene the other season i'm sorry because they did just announce season um the season four. arc yeah mm -hmm. season, four, season four well we're gonna get a kind of like a hashida training arc but this is we're for we're already in the epilogue you know in the final act i don't people might say oh they have announced it no this is when when we were in the manga when this part happened 
this was already like we were getting to the end and we're getting to the end so just a heads up for people out there i know people might not have mentioned it but strap in be prepared because you have maybe a season or two left maybe a movie if they want if they really want to get extra yeah if you're if you're if you're caught up and if you watch what i watched today like you should have that realization when something happens and you're like that's why i mentioned i'm like oh shit it's coming and i said all right that means uh a business is about to pick up <laughs> yeah. so so uh we did like you mentioned we did get that announcement uh for the next arc the training arc and we did get a very like a little teaser but not really anything animated more just visuals right i think it was like very slightly animated let me see no they're just visuals of uh, some of the hashira that uh i'm i'm guessing we're gonna focus on here going forward in this training arc and front and center i've been waiting for this guy oh yeah man you're gonna love it dude i've been waiting for <laughs> big big Yome. i haven't seen him since uh, the end of season one so i'm super excited uh, that we're finally gonna get to see him again uh well those are the two things that kind of we've seen uh or that were big kind of uh this week in anime uh we'll jump into some of the announcements we started with the demon slayer one uh haikyuu the final uh anime movie event will be revealing new information next week and shonen jump it's gonna be issue issue 30 is what i see here i think uh there's also gonna be a kickoff event in august I don't think I have a date yet, but we just know it's going to be sometime in August. I know that's one of the ones I love that uh, I know Marcus uh, recommended to me. And the way he recommended to me was like, I know what you're thinking. Volleyball, right? Like, like nah. Like, but uh, just give it a chance. And man, did I fall in love. Uh, and honestly, that, that's, that's the thing. Just give it a chance and you're just going to love it. Uh, you know, feel, <clears throat> feel how you do about, uh, feel how you want to about it ending with movies or whatever i know that was kind of a controversial thing but uh nonetheless very excited uh i've held off of, of reading the manga even i fight it like every week but uh i'm excited to to kind of get there see what we're gonna get watch them and then read the manga probably right after <laughs> oh yeah yeah because there are, there are some things that the manga fleshes out and i, I remember not I, I couldn't i couldn't get enough you know and haiku actually opened up the whole sports stuff because again anytime you watch something that really really just you love you fall in love with and it just skyrockets to like you're all time five you're looking for something just to kind of compare it to and because of haiku i actually went and, and started reading you know ace of the diamond i started i actually watch megalobox and you know i do have hajime no Ippo on my list i read uh, red slam dunk um you know it just it's just intense right and yeah it kind of just opened everything up you know, that one and Kuroko's basketball, because I think those two are kind of around the same time, man. <laughs> you yeah. guys just jumped on them. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be we'll be looking out for that. Uh, and then uh, two other announcements we had were The Rising of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero, Season 3, Episode 1, World Premiere, scheduled for July 3rd at the Anime Expo. So, uh, you know, just a couple weeks away, and we'll be seeing uh, what's up with S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. Uh, the other thing you posted here was a link. link Click season two premiere scheduled for July second, also at the Anime Expo, but just a day before. Yeah, so it seems Anime Expo, Anime Expo is going to be uh, where it's at, and we're always, we're always going to get a lot of announcements and stuff like that. And I did mention, I did put in Link Click here because I actually fell in love with season one. Again, anything with kind of like small, like a story time mechanic, it's drawn a little bit differently than most anime. Well, in this case, it's more of a Don was since it's 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 a Chinese anime uh, from China, uh, Billy Billy's. Billy, 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 Billy is the, the studio kind of the, not, not who creates the drawings, but um, who broadcasts it. And it's amazing. If you haven't checked that out, the music is great. The story, the storyline is great. Um, some of my favorite, one of my favorite openings and endings is probably from this anime. So I'm super pumped for uh, season two because the end of season one ended up on, ended on just this crazy cliffhanger. You're like, are you serious? <laughs> so it's been a few years already, man, since, since I've seen season one. So I'm excited about that one. Awesome, awesome. Uh, the last thing that you linked was a real interesting article coming out of uh, comicbook.com that uh, says that Gen Z is watching more anime than anyone ever has. And they had some nice little graphics here about, uh, you know, some of the numbers. Uh, for example, here, people that were answering this uh, survey, do you watch anime? 69% uh, of Gen Z watches anime, at least, you know, 
as pertaining to this, uh, th these questions. 57% of millennials, 40% of Gen X, and 23% of baby boomers. Uh, kind of leading everything at the top was uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, oh, okay, no, no, this is which anime are more enjoyable when subbed? So people that choose to go subbed rather than like the English dubbed versions, uh, Attack on Titan, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Death Note, all up there like at 30%. Uh, so that, that, that that's pretty good. Uh, then in terms of why do you prefer anime subbed over dubbed? Most people said that it was because words and phrases get lost in translation. So those you know those people are like, no, like it's supposed to be this way. This is what they meant. Uh, so yeah, this was a real cool article. What do you what do you think of this? I mean, yeah, and and I linked it because you know we want so Gen Z can <clears> run, and I said because again we we didn't have anime as easily accessible as we do now keep in mind whether we were watching on, on illegal websites or or you know trying to buy tsunami. <laughs> or tsunami or really <laughs> expensive dvds because anime was considered like this very very expensive product at the time and it was very hard to get your hands on on quality anime and stuff like that and again and a lot of it was not put out keep in mind we're getting triple times maybe we could triple time the quadruple times the anime that had come out even 10 years ago uh, I started collecting anime in 2010 when I was when I when I graduated high school and had finally got like a small job. I started collecting right out of the gate, and it's good to see that not only Gen Z, us, you know, Gen X, baby boomers, you know, and I like I mentioned Rico going back to that story, you know, just old older people are watching and getting just satisfaction out of just enjoying uh, anime for what it's worth. So it's it's real cool to see, um, especially right now that anime is just on a platform that's just not it's going to go anywhere it's, it's here to stay so i'm very happy about that because we're going to be getting this stuff for a long time man yeah so uh yeah that, that that that's cool and i guess a big part of that is probably like the rise of uh you know apps that's something we didn't have back in the day like all the apps where you can watch anything you want pretty much mm -hmm. depending on on what kind of content that you enjoy uh you know anime i know uh Crunchyroll, we uh, currently, like, we also use High Dive. Uh, Funimation was a big one back when uh, that got a, that got to bought out. I know, uh, what was the other one? The yellow one. VRV? VRV. Was another one that I used. So it, it's awesome. That coupled with, like, a lot of people that have, like, a big influence, athletes, uh, streamers, uh, influencers of all different types, like, kind of just buying into the whole anime and it's not so geeky anymore anybody can do it you know why should i limit myself uh from not being able to watch this thing versus like growing up we've talked about it before like that was for nerds that was for geeks right yeah uh and it was frowned upon by some people you know oh you're watching cartoons i know you uh you had this thing about you've had the story about that uh your brothers would be like oh what are you you're watching sailor moon like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why, if it's something you enjoy and it, that's something that's fun, like why, why, why limit yourself from, from that just because other people? And it seems like that's disappearing, or that has disappeared, maybe completely. I, I'm not sure where it's at, but uh, I'm excited. That makes me happy that that uh, we have all different kinds of people enjoying anime because it's rightfully so. It's 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 amazing. It's a great time. Agreed. Um, I guess kind of kind of hand in hand with anime because uh one of the big announcements coming uh from tv and movies this week's this week was uh netflix tutum 2023 we had a lot of big announcements one of which like got a lot of attention was uh the live action one piece stuff coming out of there uh we got what our cast and then we got like a little preview i don't know if you got to watch it yes but uh it look it looks it looks exciting. I'm I'm actually excited. I'm probably invested uh, less in One Piece than you know you and of course Andrew, but uh, it, it looks cool. What do you what did you think? What you saw? Well, uh, to be fair, I'm gonna be fair in all. I'm gonna try to be as fair as I can. Mm -hmm. I liked it? Question mark. Though that doesn't mean that I'm still very skeptical, just because live action adaptations are very, very tough to to get 
down. Yeah. I did like I did like some of the way the characters looked. I thought Luffy was kind of spot on. Nami looked spot on. Uh, Sanji, Usopp, and so I, you know, the main cast looked good. I really liked the way the main cast looked. There were some instances as far as some of the other characters. I feel like, oh, like I'm not sure about that. Uh, yeah. I know Buggy was one. Buggy the pirate, which is the clown guy with the red nose. He kind of looked a little off to me. So I wasn't real. I was like, oh. And then some of the effects looked good, like the the giant um, sea fish that comes out. I was like, wow, that looks that looked amazing. And then I saw Luffy say gum gum pistol and kind of stretch out his hand. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, there it is. There it is. Again, no big deal, right? No big deal. It's just me kind of being nitpicky and stuff like that. But for the most part, I did like it. I, I, you know, it, uh, my expectations stayed the same. Again, not it, it didn't do anything to kind of or, you know say oh shit this is gonna suck or oh it's gonna be amazing. They're still there. My expectations have not been tempered in any way, and I just kind of I'm gonna kind of roll with it and see how it comes, man. Because there were some instances that do that did look real real cool, and and again, um, I've I've been on that One Piece train already for months. I'm on episode four thirty, and I'm taking it slow because I I'm. I like it a lot. It's amazing. <laughs> so I liked it. I liked the trailer from what it was. Yeah, what- I, I felt a lot of the same way uh, in terms of, uh, obviously, I'm more of like the big wide-eyed person that doesn't really know anything about what I'm watching. But in terms of uh, when you have these kind of adaptations, the more visual, the more visual effects you have to do in these kind of shows and series, it can be very hit or miss. So there's some things that are going to look good, some things that are not going to look as good. But for the most part, I thought, from what I saw visually, like it looked pretty good. Uh, so I think this is probably, this, for me, I think, and I would imagine for a lot of people that don't aren't invested in the whole One Piece thing, this is going to serve as that like entry. Like, if you like this, like, jump on the anime. Like, yeah. l- l- let's see, the, let's see like, the, the, the OG stuff. So and and I think that's a lot. I I think it's a lot less intimidating too to just just watch this and see like you know what I like this I like this I like these characters this is cool uh, instead of like them telling you well there's like a thousand episodes so like yeah, just that's, start that's there. Daunting and intimidating. Yeah. So. But, uh, go ahead. But yeah, like some of the stuff looked great, and and I think Rick would agree that some of the stuff looked real good. And again, some of the stuff just again, and I regret mention as far as the visual effects because that's ultimately going to be, I think, one of the whether people like it. And I, and I know it sounds dumb. Forget the story, right? No, how does it look? And that's what people are going to kind of hone in on because if there's even one thing that is meme worthy, they're probably going to roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll wait and see. I know we're excited. Uh, so we'll just, you know, we just got to wait and be patient. I'm sure we'll get a, another couple of looks, uh, before it comes around. So, um, any, before, before we move on any gauge as to how far in to the show that they go based on characters that you saw, I know there was one that was like a clown or something, which I have only watched the very beginning. So I have no idea how far in that is. Yeah. Yeah. Buggy's the first, he's the very first arc. Buggy's who you see. Um, the first, well, I get if you don't count, you know, the, the Admiral, or not the Admiral, the, the captain who kidnapped mm-hmm. uh, uh, Zoro. If you don't count him, Buggy's the first big pirate that is going to kind of come out, come out of there. And we also see what looks like Alvita's ship is another character. Um, I'm anticipating personally because Sanji's in the picture. Uh, the villain, I think, that go right after to pick up Sanji, I think it's going to go to a character called Arlong, Arlong's Park. I think that's where it's going to go, at least finish up to kind of um, settle in there. So uh, I'm not sure how many episodes are going to be. Depending on how what the episode count is, we'll determine, again, two things. Where we finish and exactly how this pacing is going to work. You know what I mean? Uh, it could be 30-minute episodes, an hour episodes. Again, I, I don't know until I see that information. I have a very good idea. It's going to be like, it's going to go too fast. It's, it's going to skip some things. Um, it's going to go slow and steady. It's going to kind of cover as much as it can. So we'll see a little bit more, like Rico mentioned, when the when the date gets closer. <clears throat> okay, okay, cool, cool. Uh, just to kind of get this this one, uh, group this one in with the, the whole anime-verse 
uh, stuff coming to Netflix. We also got uh, a look at uh, some of the Avatar Last Airbender uh, characters that we're going to be having in the upcoming series. Uh, what did you think of those? I know this is one that people talk about all the time. Huge fandom. Uh, I have never like watched it. I've seen episodes just because my sister used to watch this, but I've never watched it. I also hear that the the core series also is phenomenal. So, what did you think of this? Honestly, dude, the casting looks amazing. <laughs> I saw it and I said, "Oh shit!" Uh, you know, I saw Aang, dude. Like, I you know, he has the the, the childish features, and if, you, if this goes on for two years, three years, obviously this actor is going to age and kind of fit that role. Um, Katara looks like the costumes look good. Like, you know, Sokka and, and Zuko. Like, honestly, I was very blown away with, with the casting that they looked amazing through and through. I know some person, uh, I did kind of look at some of the reviews and people were like, oh, the water tribe didn't have, didn't have blue eyes and because the water tribe has blue eyes, you know, because they're uh, the water tribe. But I mean, I, I don't, aside from the blue eyes, I was... I was very excited to see um, these small teasers of our characters. Yeah. So, do you do you think uh, this is? It, it sounds like to me this is more hype. You think this is raising the hype or lessening the hype? I this this these here is raising the hype for sure. Uh, again, I know when when they kind of choose One Piece, it was kind of on that realm. Also, One Piece was kind of like dangling. You know, the character casting people were actually very. Um, I guess more people are more positive about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, you're adapting a manga. And I think, and I, I don't think Avatar gets this shape because Avatar is an American created series. It was created for Nickelodeon. I totally forgot their names, but it was created here where One Piece is a Japanese creative. It's manga. It's, it's based off a of manga, based off an anime where, you know, uh, Avatar is a cartoon. It's a cartoon that you can kind of mess with again. Just two different extremes. So I'm not sure if even the fans are the same. I'm not sure if um, One Piece is getting that unfair already advantage because of the source material and because, you know, people can be a little, a little crazy when it comes to just, especially like something like One Piece being, you know, 1999 and been around for 25 years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I we'll see. Yeah, some of the other, a, a lot of big hits also coming out of this uh, Netflix's Tudum 2023, you know, Squid Game 2, we got a little bit of a announcement, we got uh, You is also one that's real popular, Elite, uh, I, I've heard a lot of things about Emily in Paris, uh, never, never watched that one. Uh, Love is Blind, you know, I, I, I guilty pleasure of me, of mine, like some of those kinds of shows. Cobra Kai, uh, let's see, something else here I'm familiar with. Oh, uh, this one in particular also interests me a lot. Three-Body Problem. It's going to be a sci-fi uh, show, which I love, but it's about from the creators of Game of Thrones, Dave and, Dave and D.B. Weiss. So that, just that, you know, their return to TV is going to be a big deal. Uh, a little bit of The Witcher, Outer Banks. Uh, Wednesday, I know that's another one that just took the world by storm. Uh, what other things there do you think would, would you say are like your most anticipated? From the Tudum? Yeah, just from those Netflix announcements. Again, to me, just more of the, uh, the big, big ones, uh, the ones that we had kind of posted on your avatar, One Piece. Um, I haven't even kept up with you, unfortunately. But Squid Game would probably be my other other big one. Okay. I'll, I'll never forget just just stumbling upon that and be like, "Hey, man, uh, y'all should check out Squid Game." Just kind of watching it on a whim, and then two days later, bang! Top ten, top ten. Everybody's talking about it. I said, "What the hell?" And I, I saw this. I saw it. I saw the the. The, the series like in a day or two and then it just blew up and i uh, said dang I was, I was one of the first ones real cool uh always around that story but i loved i love squid game um with the whole game aspect and stuff like that so i'm actually very excited and i did check out some of the characters there was like a little teaser also of some of the new characters that were coming and then they end they actually end the teaser because i know one of the most popular characters only had a little bit of screen time which was gong yu um he was he's the guy who kind of does the uh what is it kind of recruits these people playing that game and stuff and I'll go to Squid Game. So he came out at the end. I know if he's very popular, he came out and trained to Busan. Um, 
so a lot of great stuff, man. I'm actually excited for some of these. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff. You know, Squid Games took the world by storm. Wednesday took the world by storm. Uh, so a lot of good stuff. And uh, Netflix uh, kind of uh, throwing it out there that they're gonna continue to earn, you know, your earn your money. I guess right. I hope so to, because to, to, you know, to, so many things to watch and you know stuff for everybody. And I hope so. Like I said, just because. Uh, that whole crackdown on pa- password sharing, damn. Yeah, that that that's tough. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think I haven't heard anything too much about like the whole family plan thing. I know supposedly they were going to introduce something like that, but I haven't kept up. So I, I need to uh, I need to learn and research a little bit more before I kind of say anything about that. I haven't felt that uh, we we haven't uh, had the password thing happen yet with us in our family. So. We'll see what happens, I guess, when the day comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other couple things I had for uh, TV and movies. Also uh, coming to Netflix, Skull Island. It wasn't with Tudum, but Skull Island uh, is going to be coming out in a few days on July 22nd. Uh, and I just mentioned that because it's going to be uh, the MonsterVerse. It's going to be pretty much part of the MonsterVerse, King Kong, Godzilla, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know we're big fans of like the whole big monster kaiju kind of thing, so... Uh, it is animated too, by the way. So uh, that's going to be something I'm going to be looking out for on uh, Netflix. Uh, the Bear season two also is going to be coming to Hulu this week. So, you know that that show just was such a surprise to me, and actually got recommended by our friend Rudy, and it was just amazing, an amazing show. So I'm really excited to see where they go from there because they left off in a place where it's like, oh, like how could you stop there? Um, something else I have here is, uh, Inside Out. Supposedly we're going to be getting a Inside Out, uh, series on Disney Plus, which to me, like, that was one of the most exciting things I heard this week, because to me, Inside Out is a top tier movie. That was one that I just did not expect to love as much as I did. Uh, so I'm really pumped for that one. Uh, do you think you'll be checking out uh, the bear? You've you've watched the bear, right? Or no? I have not seen the bear. You have not seen the bear. Oh, dude, you gotta check it out. Uh, how about Skull Island? You think you'll you'll check that out? Skull Island, more probably more so than than the bear. Unfortunately, I, that's because I almost started watching the bear, but I forgot what I did. I forgot what something came on, and I and I didn't. I actually had a Hulu on at one point. But again, Skull Island, just because it's, if it's going to be part of the MonsterVerse and Godzilla and all that good stuff. Well, actually, again, just so I can keep in touch because I know Rico and I just like big kaiju monsters and the bigger the better. I know with these movies, it's we don't give a damn about anything else. If if Godzilla were on the goddamn screen for two hours, I'd be set. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying, man. Less talking, more roaring, baby. <laughs> yes, dude. For real. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, like, oh, um, uh, I took my girlfriend to go see it. Or a while back, John Wick 4, and, you know, people loved it. But one of my things was that the actress, there was a lot of action sequences, and they were too long, and there was actually a time where I got bored. If Godzilla were to go John Wick and just have a two-hour action sequence, I don't think I'd get bored. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you go to watch with... You got to watch certain things, right? And in yeah. these kaiju films, you want to see those fights. And John Wick, you yeah. want to see those fights. <laughs> you know, so. Excuse me. Um, last little thing I have for TV and movies, and I won't get into too much of it, but uh, we had a big announcement uh, with Star Wars, uh, first and foremost, about uh, release dates for some of the upcoming movies. It seems like uh, we're still a ways away. 2026 we're going to be getting two star wars movies one in may one in december and then the following uh year almost an exact year later on december 17th we're going to be getting a third star wars movie so we have dates uh so we'll probably have to wait you know a year or two before we get any kind of little teasers or whatever but uh hopefully they're cooking up some good stuff and can kind of uh bring back star wars in a big way uh, something else that uh, was in the news was the MCU got a bunch of delays across the board. Deadpool, Brave New World, Thunderbolts, Blade, Fantastic Four, Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars. Uh, you know, just to name a few things that have been delayed. But uh, I won't get into the dates because, you know, that's a bunch of movies. But uh, getting pushed back to, it looks like the earliest that we're going to get something, Deadpool 3, I think is uh, May 3rd, 2024. So probably... 
safe to say everything probably pushed maybe a year. I don't know what. No, probably less because uh, I don't know when Deadpool was originally supposed to come out, but that's the new date. So from there on, uh, we'll be getting a bunch of stuff. It looks like. Mm-hmm. So that's what next year. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for TV and movies. Uh, anything else? Anything you watched? Or anything uh, you're you're looking forward to? On. Like I said, just. <sighs> The, kind of the big three for me were were the ones mentioned. The um, we did game. have some, we did have some big stuff in cinema. Uh, the Flash. We had the Flash come out. I don't know if you checked oh, that I, out yet. I, it's something I'm I'm looking forward to going and watching. I haven't seen it actually. I, I do plan on watching it. I haven't seen it personally. Okay. Yeah. So we're getting to that time in summer where like we're gonna have a lot of big movies coming out. So, uh, the Flash certainly is not the first one because we had Spider Man. And what did we have right before that too? That came out. I know we had Transformers. So yeah, the the Spider Man movie. We had Transformers. We have, um, what's the next? The the one that's real big and hyped. Uh, Oppenheimer. I know a lot of people are talking about that Oppenheimer film. So, uh, you know, big movies coming and on the way. You know, week after week, just about. So heading over to gaming, we did have a little report here that I saw about uh the xbox showcase uh this is off of a stream chart stream where the xbox showcase was actually the most popular uh event uh here in recent time for you know little gaming events it was uh, xbox followed by summer game fest ubisoft forward capcom and then a couple other little things um I think I see here that they had two million, two, 2.3 million viewers, peak viewers. Dang. And then it went to Summer Game Fest, which was uh, 2 million viewers. Ubisoft jumps down to a million, and then the rest are all like sub a million. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just thought that, that, was, uh, that was pretty cool. And do you, do you feel in terms of uh, quality... I know that that that's more to do with like the the numbers, right? Viewership. Yeah. Did you feel, in terms of quality, that that was the best show that we've seen here? You know, in these last couple of weeks, I know we had Game Fest. We watched a little bit of Ubisoft. From what I remember, we watched the Xbox One. We had a Sony one. Well, for sure, I for whatever reason, Sony is just always a little weird, and I can never give Sony their due props. Summer Game Fest, and I know it's by what's his name, the one who does the December awards. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Knightley, yeah, uh, he, 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 he gets it. And every time he's the host of one of these things, it's just trader after trader after trader after trader. And that's what we want to see. And, you know, no, hardly any talking, hardly anything. And it's just, he's just pumping out games for an hour and a half. And a lot of times it's, you know, if it's, if it's a world premiere or something new, you want to see a world premiere. If it's something that's already been announced, you want to see gameplay. We don't want to see this weird spot, you know, oh, it's been delayed or it's been pushed or um, show us, you know, real brief, you know, cinematic with a small, you know, it's one or the other. You know what I mean? If it's a new game, that's fine to tease it, tease it, good, release date, you know, or, or a general release date, fine. If it's something we've seen, then you best believe there better be some cra- crazy gameplay. Um, as far as actual presentation, I Xbox did do a damn good job, uh, but it left a lot to be desired, especially with some of the games. And oh, okay, I'm sorry, Fable left a lot to be desired for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I, I'm lumping in Fable with just about everything, but no, no, like just nonetheless, Xbox again. I I was I thought very highly of it. There's a lot of those games that I was just kind of. You know, a little bit for everything, variety, there was a lot, and it, they just kept pumping, pumping, pumping. So I'm real happy with multiple announcements. So I think Xbox is, was definitely on the right track as far as just, you know, introducing these games and pumping them out there where PlayStation does this weird little thing. Um, kind of like this weird little pause, and it will, like somebody will talk, and nobody wants to hear talking. We just, just get into it, man. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, good for them. I'm glad that, uh, you know, they had a good showing. And uh, I actually, I actually, uh, weirdly enough, like, I'm not, uh, I want everybody to do well. Uh, And I actually enjoyed Sony's presentation a lot more than I thought I would. Final Fantasy, for some reason, just looked amazing. It always looks amazing. But for some reason, this one looked 
real good to me. And I think you're the one that pointed out. What did what, what did you say? Yeah. yeah, the fantasy stuff. That that's why. That when you were watching it too, you you thought of me, and I was. It, it was crazy how we kind of had the same. We, we we saw eye to eye right there. So, uh, so yeah, that that was a cool little interesting article. I thought that I uh, saw <coughs> around the way. Uh, then we're now we're gonna jump into Overwatch, because one of the other big things this week that has a lot of people, the community of Overwatch divided, is uh, you know, a while back they talked about uh, that the the PVE was going to be not j- not canceled, but severely like cut down to it's not it wasn't the thing that that uh overwatch 2 was sold on and there was yeah. a lot of different people that felt a lot of different ways about that you know the people that were coming back to overwatch for pve specifically then you had the big pvp community that's like yes like this is okay you know we need to stick with the formula and come back and you know uh build like come back to the popular game we once were which was uh, heavily focused on more just the PvP. Uh, so this week, they did come out. We had some little... We had a... Did we have a announcement about uh, season... Season notes. The season 6 announcement was the one that we saw at uh, the Xbox showcase. But since then, they announced that we are going to be getting hero missions next season, right? Yeah. In season 6. But we're going to have to pay $15 for them. Each. And this is the you know this uh, this whole article coming off of Kotaku just kind of drove everybody nuts, uh, because like okay we're giving you PVE okay no actually we're not giving you PVE okay well we're gonna give you the leftovers but fifteen bucks, three missions, thirty minutes each, an hour and a half of content, fifteen minutes, I mean fifteen dollars sorry, uh, what do you think? Again just. I don't know. I came out of like fifteen dollars each, and there's three of them. And it sucks because I'm gonna spend my money. Unfortunately, now at this point, I'm saying unfortunately, and I'll and, and I'll keep playing Overwatch. I love the game, and I'm gonna get it. And I was just kind of like, man, like it's making me miss a lot more of those mechanics, or lately the the, the quality of life zone part one, like. I, I miss loot boxes. Are you kidding me? Like I miss a it, free events. Like just I paid one time, and unless I really wanted to get the most out of the game or um, get a skin or some cosmetic, then I would pay. But I've dished out quite a bit, man. And then this rate, I'm gonna be dishing out stuff, and I'm just kind of like, damn, dude. Like, and when the story, when the PVE stuff kind of just went down, it's kind of like, well, why even, why even promote it as, as Overwatch Two? It's not a. This is it's just Overwatch One Point Five. You know what I mean? And. And, and, and people were, were reasonably upset. I was, I was just going, hell yeah, you know, like it's true, you know. I mean, but something, something needs to change somewhere there, and I just can't like put my finger on it as to what, what, that, what can they do? But forty five dollars for three missions that we're probably going to buy on top of ten dollar battle passes every time. It, I, is I'm, it? I thought it's fifteen for everything, not not fifteen. Each. I saw yeah. fifteen each is what I saw somewhere i thought i, I mean, saw let, let, let me let me give it a look see real quick yeah so go ahead go, go on but yeah like so depending on what season six does because i know they're hyping up season six again just see more just you know um it, it's sad for me to say but my my faith in overwatch right now is starting to get down just a little just a, it went down just a bit and i said man this is i said i guess i guess so We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Over in season six, I'm get when I'm gonna start it because I know when season five started. And again, season five, I was hey, you know, people were like, oh, what the hell is this? And it kind of came out. It coincided with the announcement that Overwatch was, or the story was just kind of, kind of, you know, not um, be there. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, this event's not very good. <laughs> and I text Rico all pissed, like, man, this, this event is it just me, or it's like I'm not. Like I had more fun with the Sigma stuff. I had more fun with the previous stuff. Shoot, like, like I'm just not having a good time, man, with this with this particular season. Yeah, this uh, this season five is kind of like the forgotten season. Uh, more so, like focus on a lot of the, like the changes that they made, which we won't get into because that's another big thing right there. Some of the some of the changes they decided to make and where it's going to lead. 
because there's another big difference, uh, another big change that they made in Overwatch uh, 2's philosophy about uh, crowd control and stuff like that, that now it seems like they're a lot more open to having it versus at the beginning where they're like, we're getting rid of this completely, but we'll get into that another time. Uh, it looks like, based on this Kotaku article again, uh, there is going to be the $15 invasion bundle, which you get... <coughs> sorry. Uh... Permanent access to the story missions, a thousand Overwatch coins, and a Sojourn skin. And for those that don't have Sojourn already, they get Sojourn upon completing the story missions. Then there's also another thing that you can buy that will be $40, and this is going to be the Ultimate Invasion Bundle. This gets you the Null Sector Premium Battle Pass with 20 tier skips. Then you get the the thousand coins uh, and the two legendary skins, one for Cassidy and one for Kiriko. So there's like the deluxe edition or like the normal edition at at fifteen and at forty. So you can choose. Well, we'll see. So, but 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 and I think there's also like a a very varied like stance on this because we have casual players, hardcore players, all with different like levels of investment. Like you and I that we're super into Overwatch. How are we not gonna buy it? Like realistically. Yeah. We can be pissed and mad all we want, but are we really gonna is that really gonna stop us from buying for yeah. shilling out fifteen bucks to have like these missions and right, have right a little bit of a different experience? So you know? right. not right now it's not but I'm I'm scared the day it does bother me. You know what I mean? That yeah. And, yeah. And I think that's really the big problem here. Cause 15 bucks isn't, isn't, isn't too bad realistically, but what, what, what door is this opening? And I think, unfortunately we're not going to really know until season six because they keep saying that that's the one like that they're coming back like we're we're back they they keep advertising season 6 as like the light at the end of the tunnel and you know we're back on track you know sorry but we scrapped this other thing and we're going to get back to you know back to overwatch mm-hmm. uh that that everybody loved so we'll see i mean this this is unfortunate uh but uh i mean we'll, we'll, i don't know we're going to buy it anyway, so we just got to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, one other, or a couple other things from the Overwatch verse. Uh, the Overwatch World Cup qualifiers begins this Thursday. You can watch it on Twitch or YouTube. It's going to be featuring, you know, some really solid teams. Uh, Team USA, South, Team South Korea, Team Saudi Arabia, Team Sweden. I know are some of the... Uh, Teams that are going to be very talented to look out for. If you, like me, are an Overwatch League fan, uh, you're going to recognize a lot of the names on those teams. And uh, something really interesting about the World Cup is that they're actually going to do uh, crowdfunding for like the, the teams and who's going to uh, get what uh, award and, well, <clears throat> excuse me, the prize money and stuff like that. They are going to start selling uh, team bundles. I think this coming week um, and how they're going to do it is they're going to distribute, I think, 73% of the money that all the bundles of all the bundles that are bought are going to be going to like the top 16 teams. First place is going to get 25% of all the money for all the things, all the, those bundles that are bought. Uh, second place, I think I see here is going to make 10%, third place, 8%. So not only are they going to compete, uh, you know, for this uh, percentage of the money, but also like, you know, for the pride of their country and people get real into it. And it's, it's this real fun thing. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And at the top of like all the bundles and everything, uh, if you want to support the Overwatch League, if you want to support, uh, um, you know, gaming and stuff like this, there's going to be a uh, Sojourn Ocean Goddess skin. That is going to be for sale. And if you are one of these people that lives by the uh, creed of thick thighs save lives, like <laughs> this is the skin for you. We don't have we don't have the exact like 
skin yet, but we have like the concept art, which kind of pretty much outlines what you're going to see. But wow, what a skin. What do you think about it? It's all on NASA. What the? Again, like Rico had mentioned, the um, what Death by Snoo Snoo part about mm. that. But to mm -hmm. be fair, aside from the Death by Snoo Snoo, like, this is this is what a skin should look like. And again, just just the cosmetic from from the hair to the face, um, just the color. The the color palettes are good. Uh, I, I just thought it, I I thought it was a great looking skin to begin with especially for someone like sojourn who doesn't have very many cool skins you know and i think i I'm, i always think of all the other cool skins that we've seen and stuff like that and the cool ones are always the ones that go super extra you know what i mean i like i, I don't play he's one of my like least played heroes but like roadhog i think roadhog has some awesome skins man from the poison uh gas mask to like the pumpkin and it like I, i'm always just tripping out over his uh, his skins reaper you know again he reaper has some that are cool but then obviously it kind of stays there and they never they never really kind of go too too crazy you know what i mean but roadhog for some reason they like roadhog skins man <laughs> yeah the butcher skin man real hot right now yeah <laughs> uh again gonna start this week overwatch world cup uh there's also going to be drops so you're going to be able to get icons uh skins and stuff like that if you if you uh want to check this out and from what i see here i think the if you want to support uh the world cup and the overwatch players uh june 20th is when the conference bundles what they're calling the conference bundles are going to go on sale so uh if you're an overwatch fan check that out uh last two things i have and these are both uh, nintendo related nintendo switch online adds 2003's Fire Emblem Game Boy Advance title. This is coming off an anime news network. Big deal, oh. because this was the first Fire Emblem game to make its way to the U.S. And this is number six or seven in the, in the Japanese entry. But aside from that, if you never played a Fire Emblem game, you want to know what the first one is like, and ever made its way here, this one's it. This is it. This is it with uh, Eli Wood, Lynn, Hector, um, this is Roy's father, by the way, and, and honestly, like the simplicity, but the difficulty of how hard it can get is still there, and it has, you know, just classic format. It's great, and it's awesome. Just I want to add that add that in there because I'm a big Fireman fan, and um, it, it being the first one to make its way here, I think that's a pretty big deal. And they added it. I had no idea. I think I had an idea. I just remember when, and it came out of nowhere. And I said, "Damn, that's awesome!" So, um, yeah. If you're a Fire Emblem fan and never played it, get on it. And the last little thing we have, no surprise, coming out of NintendoNews.com, a rumor. Uh, and this is coming from supposedly a Brazilian Nintendo website saying that, you know, throwing out there that we might, might, might have uh, a Nintendo Direct next week. Yeah. And it was a Brazilian website, and also Nate the Hate, who's actually been pretty. Uh, oh, that's his Twitter handle, by the way. Who's actually been pretty spot on. But he gave he, he gave like a general week. All he said was the week of, and he posted he proceeded to put, well, not the week, right, but between the twenty and twenty third. And again, if you know if you know Nintendo Directs, that's anywhere between Tuesday and Friday. But I can already tell you right now, it's not going to be Friday. If there is going to be a day, and I've always said. In this case, because the summer direct or would be a summer direct, you cannot roll out Thursday. We will know more tomorrow. If we don't get an announcement tomorrow in the morning or something, or in, or at least by three or four o'clock, then you know we'll see. But and this is a big thing here. If we do get one, it's great, awesome. But it sucks because and this is just me again speculating. If we do not get a direct this coming week because of these rumors are already swirling and i know people have said there's even rumors in july I, I don't we will not get one until september if we do get some sort of a direct it's going to be it's going to be direct focus on a game or an indie direct or one of those but we're a full-fledged direct if we don't get one this week despite these rumors i don't think we get one till september which would be our fall direct you know what i mean when, so when was our last one february February. Yeah, February, summer, and September have always been the three months where we get ours. And and again, I've always said Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the days, but the last one happened. We didn't get it. Remember last year we didn't get it a summer direct. We they waited until 
um, on September for their fall. We did get like I think I forgot what game came out last year, but we did get um, some Pokemon presents and some other stuff. But I focused on games. The last Nintendo Direct I think we got in the summer was 2021, and that one came out on a Thursday. So it's going to be interesting to see this week if you're a Nintendo fan. Keep rice peeled, but with the heads up, if we don't get anything this week, I wouldn't count on anything the next, you know, until September. I hope I'm wrong. I, in this case, I, I would enjoy being wrong. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be looking out by the next time. By the next time we bring you the news, we'll know either it'll have happened or we'll know when it's coming. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, we kind of will finish off with hero of the week, and this one can be a more obvious one, right? Father's Day. This one here is going out to all the fathers out there, the you know the ones that uh, the ones that we got, the ones that we choose, the ones that step up. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's really something. You know, now that we're a little older and stuff like that, when you're a kid, and uh, you know you have your dad or you have you know somebody that you look up to, somebody that nurtures you, whether it's a coach, a teacher, uh, or just you know a general. A friend of the family. This is an all-around good person that teaches you life lessons and stuff like that. Uh, you think that they know everything. You think they have everything figured out. Now that we're adults, it's kind of like, you know, like we kind of they are kind of just going. You just go with it, like just like kids do or whatever. Like you don't have everything figured out. It's a process, you know. You just try to do the best with what you got, decisions and all that. So. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a very different perspective now as an adult, and you you know, for those father figure, for those fathers, for the father figures, again, the ones that we have, the one the ones that we're born to, the ones that we choose, uh, and you know, left us, the ones that what, and the ones that left us, you know, just uh, we appreciate lessons, uh, every, everything everything and uh you know we love you and you know words just can't can't uh i can't put it into words but uh awesome awesome uh i don't know i'm at a loss for words what else what else do we got marcus no no no. i agree what i mentioned um just shout out to all the fathers out there and you know there's like we mentioned, the ones who've stepped up, the ones who have stuck around, the ones who've been around, the ones we choose, and the ones that have passed on and are no longer with us. And I know um, it's also a time for their sons and daughters to to think about, you know, their father and, you know, no longer being with us. And, you know, it, it, it's tough. And there's never a day where we don't think about them, never a day where, you know, we take them for granted. Maybe when you're a little kid who doesn't know better, but, you know, the older you get, the more you realize that. You know, your your dad's irreplaceable. Again, your mom, of course, also. Um, but just appreciate, appreciate your parents, appreciate them while they're here, and just enjoy them because, you know, they're, we're only getting older, man. Yeah, and uh, a special shout-out to, to our dads, our grandpas, our teachers, everybody. Uh, you know, and our uh, like we mentioned at the top of the show, our friend group, you know, we got Cornelio, Daniel. We have uh, Guy. We have uh, Rudy expecting. Uh, who else? Avran. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, your uh, your brothers too. Um, yeah. So you know, just a special shout out to you guys. We love you guys. Uh, happy Father's Day! And I'll leave you with this quote by Keely Chase: "Dad, tiny little word, great big difference." <laughs>